Welcome back to Weekly Dose of Serotonin. I am your host, Sarah. And guess what, everybody? It is Barbie Eve for me. I know that I just spent an hour talking about this in my last episode, and I'm not going to go into it more deeply in this episode, but I'm just very excited because it is Barbie Eve for me. I will be going to see Barbie tomorrow, so by the time this is released and you hear this, I will have already seen Barbie. Currently, I am existing in BB before Barbie, but after this is published, whenever you guys listen to this, just know it is AB for me. It is after Barbie. Um, That is how I will be just denoting time in my life from now on. For the rest of my life, things will exist either AB or BB. And AB, I'm sure I'll be changed forever. I think that... I'm not exaggerating. I think this movie could change the trajectory of my life. Um, Not to be dramatic or anything. But anyway, I have exceptional plans this evening after I finish this podcast. Um, For Barbie Eve tonight, I have planned quite a lot to get ready. By that, I mean I will be painting my nails pink after dinner. And then I will be eating cheesecake while watching Golden Girls. And I just feel like that is the best way I can prepare myself for the movie. Just really get in that headspace. I don't know what the correlation is between Golden Girls and Barbie, just except for the fact that I feel like it will just put me in a good mood going into tomorrow. I'm already in a good mood going into tomorrow. There has been a lot, a lot that has happened over the last two weeks that has put me in a very, very, very bad mood (laughs) consistently. (laughs) One might say it's been two of the worst weeks of my life, but it's fine. I've bounced back because Barbie is tomorrow. So even though there are things I need to get handled, it's okay. It's okay. I'm cruising because it's Barbie Eve and tomorrow I'm going to be watching Barbie. And then I have a lot of plans over the next week. You guys would be impressed with me. I have a lot of great plans over the, from Friday to Friday of some really fun things coming going on in my life. So even if there's also trickle of the bad stuff from this last few weeks of tedious things that need to be handled, um, it's fine because Barbie is here and I think that it'll change my life. Not to be putting too much pressure on the movie. <laughs> um, I think I'm going in with realistic expectations, quite frankly. Anyway, um, so like I said, today is not about Barbie again, sadly, but it is about kind of like a retro vibe. That actually kills me that I just said retro because we're talking about the 90s and that is when I was born. So it's not really retro, but it's a throwback. That's what I should say. Barbie was has been filling me with nostalgic vibes recently. Also, can I just say this about Barbie before I move on? I'm mad. This week I was trying to look up Barbie movies like on Netflix or Hulu or anything like that just so that I could really prepare myself. I wanted to watch some of the old classics. Like, look, my favorite, we can have this discussion another time, but my favorite Barbie movie growing up was Barbie and the 12 Dancing Princesses. Personally, that was my favorite. I do listen to that main theme song probably on a monthly basis. But um, there are a lot of good ones. There are tons of really good Barbie movies from when I was growing up. I don't know about the more recent ones, but the ones from like the two, 
early 2000s era, I think were exceptional. And so I was like, how can I watch them? Like they have to be somewhere. They're not. You have to rent them all. Like, what is that about? I feel like they should, I feel like they should have put them on some sort of streaming service. Like I feel like some streaming service should have purchased them all. I don't know if Barbie has like their own separate thing they're coming out with or they have a plan for these. Um, I, when I did some research to find out where I could watch the Barbie movies, I guess the ones from like the new ones, like any of the ones that have been released in the last five years, those are on Netflix, but any of the older ones you have to rent somewhere or watch illegally. Um, but I would never do such a thing. You know what I mean? (laughs) Um, I was mad because somebody said that I searched on YouTube And someone said they had uploaded it, but it was one of those dumb ones where you click on it and then it's like, click the link to see the movie. And you're like, no, you were supposed to have like ripped the movie and put it on YouTube yourself so I could just watch it in like in the app on YouTube and not have to go to an external site that's going to give me viruses and like in a different lifetime I like when I was in college, my computer was so slow. My laptop was going crazy slow. And so I had a friend come over who he was like a computer science major kind of guy. Like his job was literally to fix computers. So I asked him to come over and look at my laptop and he did. And he was like, I have never seen so many viruses and bugs on a person's laptop before. What are you doing? And I was like, I don't know what you mean. I don't know what you mean. How could this have occurred? It was because of the classic websites. Look, this was pre-Grey's Anatomy streaming on Netflix, okay? Or at the very... I I mean, I, I had a Netflix account in college, so it has to have been before they got it. Because I was watching... I think I watched the first seven of se- seven seasons of Grey's Anatomy illegally somewhere. I can't even remember what side I watched on. There are a lot of classics. Mega Video was one, if I remember correctly... That wasn't my favorite though. I had a favorite. I can't remember the name now. Look how look how long I've been out of the game. You know why? It's because I appreciate quality more now. And a lot of times when you're watching something illegally, I don't do that anymore just to any FBI agents listening to this. Um, I mean, I don't do it often anymore if I can help it. Um, because the quality is so grainy on a lot of these sites. Some of them are okay, but some of them are like, am I looking through like an old film camera? Like, was this filmed in a cardboard box? Like what's happening here? And then you switch to a streaming site that has them legally and suddenly you have incredible, incredible quality and you go back to these other sites and you're just assaulted by LQ videos. And I love an LQ moment every so often, but I just wasn't, I I love Barbie. I just wasn't willing to commit to that. I I wasn't willing to commit to low quality and possible viruses. Plus the pop-ups you get all the time of like, you know, the ones (laughs) I was about to say what they say on there. But anyway, um, like, I just, I I was like, I love you, Barbie. I love 12 Dancing Princesses, but I just can't do that right now. So anyway, I just really wish Barbie would put their movies 
on a streaming service, like their old movies on a streaming service so that I can tune in. Apparently they're like free on freebie or something like that. Have you ever heard of this thing? I need to look into that. Someone said that, but then when I searched, you know, like there's like the place where you can do like where to watch. It wasn't on that. So I don't know who to trust anymore. And I'm running out of time. It's tomorrow anyway. So it's fine. I'm just going to watch Golden Girls. I bought a cheesecake so that I could eat cheesecake while I watched the Golden Girls. It just felt, it felt natural to me, you know. It just felt like that was something I needed to have while I do a Golden Girls marathon tonight. So anyway, like I said, big plans for Barbie Eve um, that I will get started on when I finish recording this episode. So yeah, without further ado, let's jump into what we're talking about today, which like I said, a bit of a throwback. I'm going to go over like the best candies and treats and stuff from the 90s because like I said, I've been feeling nostalgic lately. So we're going to go over some of the best treats from the 90s. This may trickle over into early 2000s. I was a 90s kid. I was born in 92. So I did spend most of my like younger childhood, you know, like the first, what, eight years of my life in the 90s. But also my like late childhood and tween years were in the very, very early 2000s. So that, and that's when I was in my biggest candy consuming era of my life. So that's kind of why it might trickle over into that. I'm not going to be that. I'm not going to be that um, strict about the timing, but basically they're just going to be throwback candies that might still be around today, but were really popular back in the nineties and early two thousands. Okay, so we're going to start out with this article that I found that says 29 great candies from the 90s that everyone will remember. So we'll see if I remember these. The first one is Astro Pops, which I do remember, but I don't think I ever had one, to be honest. It's literally just like, it. I think it's a Popsicle. Is it a sucker or is it a Popsicle? I can't remember. It's shaped, it's shaped like a rocket, kind of. Very, like very... Um, not really. <laughs> it's not really a rocket. It's literally just like a like triangular cylinder. That's not the right word. How do you say tri a cone? <laughs> it's shaped like a cone. Um anyways, it's just a um lollipop, I guess. I don't think I ever ha- I have never tried that before. I do remember hearing about them. But I don't think I've ever tried that before. Um, bubble, the bubble jug, bubble gum, I do remember. And it was, it's, it's so gross. I will be honest, I did not like it. Even as a kid, when I did not really have a taste palette, I like any candy was fine. If it was sugar, it was fine. That was one thing that I kind of drew the line at. Basically, you like, I think, am I correct in thinking that you like, shook it up and then you just like could kind of drink it how did you do this I'm so sorry but it's been ages it held powdery candy nuggets that changed into gum as you chewed them yeah but here's the thing also I did not really like you know that one gum that came in the um in that like it was like really long gum 
I'm sorry. I should have looked up the name from this. Yeah, it's the same brand, Hubba Bubba gum. It's that really long gum that you could pull out from like a little like circular thing and then you would squeeze the end and it would cut off the piece of gum. I liked the idea of that. It felt cool to be able to like pull out as much gum as you wanted, like the gum tape basically. Um, But it didn't taste good. There was no real flavor and any flavor it did have um, like disappeared in five seconds. So yeah, it looks like they're both Wrigley's Hubba Bubba. So that makes sense why they were both gross to me. The only gum I really liked as a kid was uh, Juicy Fruit. But again, as I got older, I realized that I that the taste disappeared very quickly. I wonder... Okay, it looks like Wrigley's Juicy Fruit Gum. The old formula has been discontinued. And then there is a new flavor formula currently. Apparently. Um, which makes me curious to try it again. I don't actually like gum that much. It actually gives me a headache, but maybe I'll try it and see if their new formula lasts longer. Maybe I'll let you guys know. Oh, look, the next one on the list is bubble tape. So there we go. I just talked about that. Okay, moving on. I'm skipping some of these that I don't think were actually that popular because like some of them I had heard of, but just... Eh, I have no thoughts about them, so I'm skipping them. Fun Dip, I do have thoughts about. I used to love Fun Dip as a kid. I loved it, which like genuinely is like a stick made out of sugar dipped in other sugar that you just lick off, which is disgusting, to be quite honest. But I thought it was so great, and I had not had it. I had not had a Fun Dip in ages and ages. And then my niece gave me a Valentine this year, which was adorable. She's four years old. She was three years old at the time. Anyway, she gave you, it took me a second to remember her age. Sorry. (laughs) Um, She gave me a Valentine and it came with a fun dip. And so she was like so excited about it. And she was like, she like wanted me to eat it in front of her. Like she was like, I got you candy. Like, here you go. And she like colored this really cute Valentine for me. It was adorable. Anyway, so I tried the fun dip because I was like, oh, yeah, that's fun. Like, that's cool. This is a throwback. Um, I I got about halfway through and then just had to throw it away just because it's so sugary. It's truly just pure sugar. And I think I knew that as a kid, but I apparently can't handle as much as an adult as I could when I was a kid. Because, yeah, it's literally just a sugar stip, stick dipped into flavored sugar. So it's aggressive, but I liked it as a kid. It's a classic. I mean, they don't do it like that anymore. I mean, they still make them, but you know what I mean? Like that's who came up with that idea just to be like, hey, I've got a great idea. What's better than just a little bit of sugar? A lot of sugar together. One consistency of sugar dipped in another consistency of sugar. Iconic. Okay, hostess snacks. Let's talk about hostess snacks for a little bit. Hostess snacks are still very much a thing. I don't, and I don't even know. I personally feel like they probably were around pre the nineties. Um, but let's just, that was a very iconic childhood snack. So 
I, we just need to discuss them. Okay. So here's this thing, this article that's 14 hostess snacks and treats ranked from worst to best. And I feel like I'm going to have thoughts about their standings. So we're going to start at 14. Their 14th pick, the worst one out of all of the ones that they said were the cinnamon streusel coffee cakes, which that's fine. That's fine. Um, their cinnamon streusel in general Cinnamon streusel in general is great, but like I don't think many brands do that well not freshly baked. You know what I mean? I don't know that I had the like coffee cake specifically as a child. Maybe I did because I had the cinnamon streusel cakes. So I don't know if they made some that were like not coffee cakes or vice versa. I don't know. I just remember they were like a little bit, it felt like somehow a little like dry because it was so crumbly but it was also kind of like I just remember I didn't love the um texture of it as a kid so that was not one of my favorites so that's fine I'll take that the powdered donuts the little mini donuts I don't know about that I love the mini donuts I'll be honest I love the mini donuts and I would say if I'm ranking them I would go chocolate first just because I love chocolate covered things but those were really messy because they would melt really easily and as a kid I didn't love powdered because those were also messy and would get all over your fingers but now as an adult I think I appreciate them more because the chocolate covered ones kind of can be a little overwhelming and so like the little powdered ones are kind of almost a little bit lighter but then they had the other ones that were like the crumble ones. And those were my favorite. I take it back. Not the chocolate as a kid. My favorite were the crumble ones and then the chocolate and then the powdered. But now if I'm ranking them, I would say powdered would be first. And then chocolate and crumble would probably be tied. Crumble has just like a, has like a sweet spot in my heart. I don't know why. Just because I liked it as a kid. What even is that? They're all messy, but I can get behind the little baby donuts. I actually, they hit the spot sometimes. Okay, so in 13, they had powdered donuts. In 12, they have the frosted donuts, which are the chocolate-covered ones. Um, I do like those. Like I just said, I do like them. But sometimes, I will be honest, while I do love chocolate, sometimes they have too thick of a chocolate layer. And then that kind of throws me. It has to be the perfect consistency for it to be chocolatey enough, but not overpower the donut. You know what I mean? 11th place is Twinkies. That could have been farther down. I can't believe Twinkies beat out donuts, to be honest, because the Twinkies, as a kid, I think I was fine with Twinkies. They were never like, I wanted that in my lunchbox. Like if that was the treat for the day, I would take it happily. But if I could choose something else, I wouldn't have chose the Twinkie, if that makes sense. The Twinkies were just too spongy to me. They were just too mushy and soft and spongy to me for me to really fully enjoy them. I liked a, I liked a little bit more of a thicker, more substantial cake. And I know that's not what Twinkies are supposed to be. Twinkies are supposed to be sponge. It's just not my personal favorite. Um, okay, moving on are the chocolate cupcakes, which I actually got into a small argument with my sister yesterday because I thought these chocolate cupcakes, which are just like, they look like a chocolate, chocolate cupcake. They have the cream inside and then they have the little swirly thing on top. I always thought those were ding-dongs. I thought the swirly thing on top were ding-dongs. They're not. They're literally just called cupcakes. Ding-dongs are something else. We'll see if we get to that. But I like the chocolate cupcakes. I would prefer the chocolate cupcake over the Twinkie. 
by far. So I am glad that on this list they have chocolate cupcakes as 10, Twinkies as 11. Um, because the cupcake was just like a decent cupcake flavor and it wasn't overly chocolatey. It was, I feel like it was a good balance. I like those. Um, the blueberry mega muffin, we never really had the muffins, so I don't, I don't really have anything to say about this. So we're moving on. Okay. Ding dongs are their number eight. So the ding dong is basically the same as a cupcake, but it's like more of a cake flavor, like a thicker cake flavor. And it's just like a pure circle. The cupcakes with the swirl on top kind of go in, if that makes sense, like a typical cupcake shape. But these other ones are just like a full circle, if that makes sense, (laughs) like all the way down. Um, They just seem a little bit more hefty. Their critique of the ding dong is that sometimes the ratio of cream to cake was not good. And so it just felt a little dry until you got to that. Um, I don't know. Like, I'm sure I've had a ding dong before, but mostly growing up, we had the chocolate cupcakes instead. So I don't know that I have strong enough feelings about ding dongs to be able to say which I prefer of the two. Seven, they have the sweet coconut crunch donuts. That apparently is the crumble one that I was saying. I, and for them to give it a higher ranking than the other ones, maybe I wasn't wrong thinking that that one was the best when I was a kid. It says because of the crunch and the texture on the outside, maybe that's why I also liked it. It gave it a little, a little something extra. Um, I don't remember it tasting like coconut whatsoever, however. I don't remember a coconut taste to it, so that is quite shocking to me that that's what they are, apparently. Um, Number six is Ho-Ho's, and that is bold, in my opinion. Um, Ho-Ho's are fine. It literally just feels like a cupcake, but in, like, a Swiss roll instead, which is, that's literally what it is. Um, I'm guessing they prefer, they put it down further because it's... um, It's got kind of like a harder shell around the outside of the chocolate. I liked it. I just, I feel like I thought that they were a little dry, even though there's a lot more cream in the Ho-Ho's than in like the Ding Dong or Cupcake. Um, I just feel like I was fine with Ho-Ho's. I don't remember them being a favorite though. We're going to see if my favorites come on here. Cinnamon Swirl Baby Bunts are number five on their list. I don't remember my mom ever getting us Baby Bunts, so I'm going to have to skip over that. Uh, Golden Cupcakes are number four. Pretty much the exact same as the Chocolate Cupcake, only it was a Golden Cupcake. It still had chocolate icing on the top. So basically, it was just like the same thing if you wanted a little bit less chocolate. Um, I preferred the chocolate cupcake, so I would have switched these on my list personally and put the chocolate cupcake up higher than the golden cupcakes, but that's fine to each their own. Three, they have the double chocolate mega, uh, mega muffin. Again, I don't remember the muffin life. Um, okay. Okay. They are, this is one of my favorites. This isn't my favorite, but this is one of my more favorites. Um, number two on their list is the iced and devil's food zingers. I loved a zinger back in the day. Um, They have the chocolate zinger on here. I like the lemon zingers too. I was a fan of the zingers. Um, Let me look up Hostess zingers. I think I only remember there being just the chocolate and the lemon. Oh, I take it back. There was also the raspberry ones that had this like weird coating on the outside. It wasn't the classic. It was like a coconutty raspberry. I did not like those. 
I would eat them, but they were too, they were a little more mushy for me. They felt, they kind of went into the Twinkie zone a little bit more. The other zingers, I felt like the lemon, even though this is probably just me being slightly crazy, the lemon, oh, not lemon, iced vanilla. (laughs) I always thought they were lemon growing up because they were yellow, but the vanilla and the chocolate ones have kind of like this frosting on the top that made them a little bit more sturdy and not as mushy in my opinion. So I would always take a zinger over a Twinkie. A lot of times people had them together and a zinger is basically just like a Twinkie with icing on top, but the icing made all the difference for me. I loved a zinger growing up. I have not had a zinger in very long and I don't like in a very long time. I don't think that I would enjoy it anymore. Um, but I did love them. So that's all they have. Their top one. And the number one is the lemon baby bunt cakes. Again, don't have those, but here's the thing that I'm shocked about. My favorites are not on the list at all. So that's interesting to me. Um, Oh, (laughs) I was a little Debbie's girl. That's why I'm thinking of all of the ones that I loved the most were all little Debbie snacks. So I'm going to need to get into little Debbie snacks now because that's what I really want to talk about. Sorry, hostess. I do like you, hostess. The zingers and the donuts, you know, were nice for me. But we're going to get into 17 little Debbie snacks ranked worst to best. All right. Here's where I'm going to have some real opinions. 17 is Christmas cherry cordial. I do remember having this. I'm going to love if I've had every single one on this list. I don't know if I will, but I do remember my mom getting Little Debbie's more for us than Hostess. Okay, the Little Debbie Christmas cherry cordial. I do remember that. It basically is like this like cookie-y type sandwich with this like cherry marshmallowy cream inside and then all that's dipped in chocolate. Uh, I think I tried them maybe once. We usually got, I'm pretty sure they have a different one that has just like regular vanilla inside. Um, not the cherry cream and that I liked more, not one of my favorites, but I didn't mind them. Okay. They have the powdered donuts here. Maybe this is actually okay. I don't think I ever had the hostess donuts mini donuts. I think I was into the 16. They have the powered mini donuts powdered and then 15, the frosted mini donuts, which are also dipped in chocolate. I don't know which was which I may have to do a side-by-side testing to kind of remember which I had more growing up. Um, but yeah, I would, those are still fine where they are on this list. 14 Christmas tree cakes. I actually really liked the Christmas tree cakes. Um, if you don't know what I'm talking about, it basically is a cake that has, it's like two layers of cake with this cream in like in the middle of the two layers. And then it's dipped in this like white icing and then decorated to look like a Christmas tree. Um, it was like, they, it just tasted like pure sugar. It didn't really have a taste, but I feel like they felt festive to me. So I enjoyed them. Um, then they have donut sticks, which I do remember trying once or twice. I don't think my mom got them for me often enough for me to form a full opinion. 12 honey buns. I'm about to, I'm about to say something controversial. Maybe not because it's 12 on the list. So apparently these people maybe don't like them either. I didn't ever really like the honey buns. They had kind of, they just felt slimy to me. 
um, and they got like squished a lot. And just like there was this weird aftertaste to me. I know so many people who loved honey buns. They were all over the honey bun life. I never enjoyed them. So if you are a fellow, I wouldn't go so far as to say I was a honey bun hater, but if you are a fellow honey bun um, disliker, let me know because everyone I went to school with, I remember this in junior high, I had several friends who were obsessed with honey buns. And I was like, what's wrong with you guys? Like, there are so many better Little Debbie snacks out there than these honey buns. Anyway, 11 strawberry shortcake rolls. I didn't really eat those that much. Um, 10 birthday cakes. Those are literally the exact same as the Christmas tree ones, but just looking like a rectangular cake. I didn't really ever have those because... I didn't like the snack enough to have it year round. I preferred it just for the festivity of it being shaped like a Christmas tree. So I don't think I ever really ate just the normal birthday cake ones. Um, Nine is fudge rounds. They're apparently like a chocolate version of oatmeal cream pies. And I did not know until this moment that those even existed. So now I feel like I have to go to the store and buy some at some point because I actually, I love oatmeal cream pies. We'll get to that as it comes up on this list. It has not yet. But oatmeal cream pies are one of my favorite Little Debbie snacks. So I feel like having it chocolate would be better. But in the review here, it says they're a little disappointing. So they might, it says they have, they don't have an intense chocolate flavor, which could be okay. But I didn't know these existed. So I have no way to rate these. I'm sorry. Okay, eight gingerbread, the gingerbread cookies. We didn't get those that much growing up. I don't know why, actually. I love gingerbread cookies, so I feel like I'd like these, but I don't remember trying them as a kid, so I have no review. Seven zebra cakes. I went through a phase where I was so obsessed with zebra cakes. I remember in junior high, like three of my friends got me zebra cakes for my birthday one year. I was rolling in the zebra cakes. I loved them. Even though, again, I just said I didn't eat the birthday cake ones. Zebra cakes are exactly the same. It's just these little cakes with cream in the middle dipped in whatever vanilla icing or something. And then it has chocolate fudge stripes on it. I just loved a zebra cake. Those were delicious. Six are the Swiss rolls. I think I liked the Swiss rolls from Little Debbie more than the ones from Hostess. So I think we've just decided that Little Debbie is superior to Hostess. Um, Because I do remember these being a little bit more firm and I enjoyed that. Okay, number five is actually my number one. So I'm just looking through what they have as their top five. Okay, we're getting into the top five here. And there's one snack here that I don't agree with being in their top five, but the other four I do because these would be my top four even to this day. Okay, we're going to get into, I'm going to write these. So their number three is the chocolate cupcake, which is literally just the same as the little chop, uh, little, or sorry, the hostess chocolate cupcakes apparently little debbie knocked off the hostess cupcakes because it says that hostess first sold these chocolate cupcakes in 1919 and little debbie wasn't even founded until 1934 so apparently little debbie just those are a complete knockoff but like if they do it better maybe they do it better um i don't remember i don't remember having a preference as a child I don't know which one I had more often it could have been the little Debbie one it could be the hostess one we'll never know um okay so let's get into my top four 
I would say in fourth place, so working down, um, their top four. I'll tell you their top four after my top four. So my top four, the fourth place would be the Cosmic Brownie. I went through a real phase where I was obsessed with the Cosmic Brownie. I also loved the, like, Nutty Brownie. Is that what it was called? It was just the exact same thing as a Cosmic Brownie, but instead of the sprinkles on top, it had nuts. And I actually preferred that over the Cosmic Brownie personally because I liked the, like, nuts in there. Um, But I loved this one. It was a good brownie with good icing on top. Had a nice little perforation in the middle that you could just quickly break it into two little cup, two little brownies. I loved the Cosmic Brownies. I still think they're one of Little Debbie's best snacks. They have theirs placed as number two on this list. Mine would be number four. Um, my number three, I believe. Oof, this is really hard, you guys. <laughs> okay, I think my little three. I think my three is going to be, it's going to be very specific. As it stands, I would say in third place for me would be oatmeal cream pies. If you don't know what that is, it's like two soft cookies with this like cream in between, like a little sandwich, cookie sandwich. They have theirs places number one, and I respect that. I do. I'm not going to argue with that. For me, I would say, I would say it would be number three for me. I do love it. I do love it. But I love the other two more. So in second place, I would put the Nutty Buddy. I loved the Nutty Buddy, okay? So basically, if you haven't had a Nutty Buddy before, this was my favorite for a solid two years probably. I went through phases with each of these. I will just say that. All of my top four I was wildly obsessed with and would have almost every single day in my lunchbox for a year or more until I moved on to my next hyperfixation. Much like I'll be doing a Barbie. I have been hyperfixated on Barbie for a year and when it comes out, I'm going to have to move on to the next thing. I will I, I will surely find a new hyperfixation quickly. I am always swift in moving on to the next. Um, but Nutty Buddies lasted for a long time. Basically, they're like these little wafers with peanut butter in between and then it's dipped in chocolate. They're like wafer, yeah, it's just like wafers, peanut butter, and chocolatey goodness. I loved it. It's like almost like a Reese's peanut butter cup and a Kit Kat mixed together, but like a little bit lighter. The only thing about them is they were really messy. But here's here's the kicker. Okay. They're in the second spot if you are breaking off each wafer layer and eating it separately. If you just bite into it whole, it's almost like string cheese to me. If you're not stringing, string, how am I even saying that? Stringing the cheese. If you're just chomping into the string cheese, you're a maniac, first of all. But second of all, you're just doing it wrong. It's literally called string cheese. And I know that there's no rule book for how to eat a Nutty Buddy, but I feel very passionately that it tastes better when you're not eating it all at once. It tastes much better when you break it off into the little layers and you eat them one at a time because then you also get the joy of seeing which layer has more of the peanut butter. 
Because sometimes you would get peanut butter on both sides of the wafer and then the other one would have none, but that's fine. That's part of the game. Sometimes it would kind of break off. So it was half and half with the peanut butter. It was just so exciting. It was a fun little game. Was I playing this game as like a 13 year old? Yes, but like, it's fine. It was a fun way to spend lunch. (laughs) I did have friends. I did have friends. Um, Anyway, I would say Nutty Buddies, if you were eating them separately in the way they're meant to be eaten, according to me they're in second place. If you're just chomping into them normally, then they're in third place and oatmeal cream pie comes up. So two and three are interchangeable depending on the way that you eat the Nutty Buddy. I hope you're all following that. On their list, they have Nutty Buddy as number four. Now, their number five is my number one. I have blocked a friend over her opinion on this snack. (laughs) You may say that's dramatic, But this is the hyperfixation that never went away. And I haven't had them for a long time. But when I had, I like, by a long time, I mean, it's been probably a year since I've had my last one. So not that long. So I don't buy them for myself. But if anyone offers one to me, I will gladly accept. And I always love it. Always. So my number one for Little Debbie would be a Star Crunch. If you don't like a Star Crunch... (laughs) I, we can still be friends. It's fine. But like, what's wrong with you? Actually, what's wrong with you? So basically a Star Crunch, if you have not had it yet, go out with haste and buy one. But it is like puffed, like this crispy puffed rice, basically, which doesn't shock me that that's what it is now reading it. I've never thought about what it is before, but like I was always a Rice Krispie girly and I love the little like puffed rice snacks just snacking on them like anything like that I'm I'm into that so basically it's like crispy puffed rice that's all like melded together with caramel or like I think it's caramel it I know there's caramel in it so it's like all melded together or like mixed in this like caramely chocolate mixture so basically it's just like puffed rice blended all together in this like big mass of puffed rice, caramel and cookie and chocolate fudge. So it's just like, it's wonder, it's wonderful. Okay. It's wonderful. The flavor is delicious. The texture is delicious. The size perfect. Like all of it is just, it's just good. It's wonderful. And I had a friend who told me that she didn't like star crunches and I blocked her. And then I had to unblock her and be like, did you even like, cause here's the thing about blocking someone is they don't know because if they, even if they text you, like if you have an iPhone, it just says that it's sent as a text message. So it doesn't come back to you saying like they didn't receive it cause they blocked you. It just goes through as a text message. So I don't even remember that she knew I blocked her. She's going to text me after she listens to this and remind me if I knew if she knew or not I remember unblocking her and being like I just blocked you I think maybe I even said like I'm gonna block you because of that and then I did and then I think we were living together at the time too so I think if I remember correctly she may have come into my room and been like did you block me for real over that that seems like that's what happened in my mind but maybe I'm misremembering anyway it was funny it was funny to both of us, but it was mostly funny to me because I blocked somebody over Star Crunch. But I stand by that to this day. I don't think I was overreacting. Star Crunches are the best. 
I'm glad they put Star Crunch in their top five at least, but Star Crunch is that will always be number one in my heart. I love a Star Crunch. Okay, now that we've exhausted the topic on Hostess and Little Debbie, let's go back to the candies from the 90s. Um, I feel like we talked about most of the most most of the important ones in my life because I was like a snack girl more than treat like a candy girl. Um, they have jawbreakers in here. I never really liked jawbreakers because again, they just hurt my jaw. As it says in the title, they are quite frankly jawbreakers and that just wasn't appealing to me. Pop rocks are on their list. I had complicated feelings about pop rocks. I liked the experience, but like I didn't, you don't eat pop rocks because they're good. They just make a cool sound, you know? They don't taste like anything really. So it was always fun to try. Like if like if you got a pop rock thing to put it in your mouth for a second, but then you were like, okay, that's fun. And that's it. Like, like I'm over it. You know, I feel like I could only pop rock it up once a year. Um, push pops. I didn't ever really like push pops, but I am, I was pretty picky about the kind of suckers I liked because suckers take so long to eat for the most part. I'm not going to bite into a sucker like a maniac. So you're licking the sucker. And so it takes a long time. So you have to kind of like the taste to commit to that. And push pops didn't have as good of a taste to me. So I just tended to not go for them. And I like, same with ring pops. They just felt like a waste of time to me. I would rather have like a snack that I could just eat immediately and be done. If I was eating a sucker, again, like it would have to be for taste. And usually those were either Tootsie Roll Pops. I liked, I didn't mind the ones that had gum inside, not Tootsie Roll Pops, but I didn't mind the suckers that had gum inside because then it had like, there was like a reward at the end. But because I don't like gum that much... If I had, if I was offered a regular sucker or a bubblegum sucker, I would choose the bubblegum sucker, okay, if I had to have one. But if I was offered a bubblegum sucker or a Tootsie Roll Pop, I would choose the Tootsie Roll Pop because that had a Tootsie Roll in the middle. And Tootsie Rolls are one of my favorite candies to this day. I love a Tootsie Roll. They're incredible, and I think they're wildly underrated in my opinion. Anyway, but... I would say the peak sucker are the green apple suckers that are dipped in caramel. They do almost rip your teeth out, but it's worth it in my opinion. So I would usually go for either the green apple caramel suckers or a Tootsie Roll Pop. So push pops, I don't, I am indifferent to push pops. Runts were fun. They're the little candies that were shaped like, um, fruit. I don't remember them tasting like the actual fruit, but they were shaped like fruit and that was fun. Okay. Let's see. Skipping over a few of these. Um, spin pops. I do remember that. I didn't like that. It felt like, like it like hit my teeth cause it would spin weird. I didn't like those. It was just like you held something and then pushed it and it like made the sucker spin in your mouth wasn't fun. Um, tongue splashers. Oh, okay. This is what I really wanted to talk about. Warheads. I hated warheads, hated them. They hurt 
my jaw so much. I don't like, I feel like you guys should relate to this, but you know, when you eat a sour candy and it like hurts your jaw, like that part of your jaw, like the very back of your jaw, kind of in between your jaw and your ear. I feel like I've talked about this before. It's like, almost feels like this little zap. It just hurts back there. Um, that's how I feel whenever I eat sour candy. I don't enjoy sour candy. Like I'm fine with like sour patch kids or things like that. That's fine. But like overly sour candy, like warheads, not for me. I have a vivid memory of my brother giving me a warhead. We were in the laundry room for some reason. And he was like, here, Sarah, try this. And he ate one too. So that's why I was like, oh, I trust him. And we both put it in our mouth. And then he was like, I spit it out immediately into my hand. And then he was like, no, 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 no. Let's try to keep them in our mouths for 10 seconds. And so we put them back in our mouths. And then I think, I think he spit his out. He had spit his out too. <laughs> but he was like, let's try to keep them in for 10 seconds. So we put them back in our mouths and tried to keep them in our mouths. And like, I couldn't last and I spit mine out. And then he spit his out after and was like, hi, be you. And I was like, okay. I don't, I don't care. (laughs) I'm fine losing this battle because I never want to try one ever again. And I think I did try one more a few years later because I was like, I'm older now. Maybe I can handle it. I could not. I couldn't. I immediately spit it out again and it hurt my jaw so bad. And then I've never had one since. So I think the last time I had one, I was probably like 10, 11, 12, somewhere in there. And I'll be honest, I don't think that I could handle it better now. Like... It's probably gotten worse. So I have no interest to ever try them ever again. But I hated Warheads. Okay, that's all the ones that they have on here. I know that there were other, like, iconic ones. I'm thinking of, like, Nerd Ropes. Do you remember those? They're still a thing. So I guess I don't I don't need to say, do you remember them? They're still a thing. But um, I loved Nerd Ropes because I remember there was, like, this... Okay, (laughs) so in my parents' neighborhood, there's a store like half a mile away, maybe, maybe. That's probably being dramatic, but like 10 blocks away. Um, On the corner, there's a store and we would always say that it was a cursed store because it just went in and out of business so often. Like it was constantly something new. But one of the longest lasting things of that store was a candy shop. And so at the time that it was running was when I was in like junior high, I think. I don't remember if it started when I was in elementary school, but I remember it being a thing when I was like in eighth and ninth grade, especially because then I was also old enough to be able to kind of go out and about on my own without my parents really worrying that much about me. I'm sure they did, but I still could like go walk places and it was fine. So me and a friend who lived just a few blocks away from me would walk over to the candy shop and buy candy for ourselves. And I would always get a nerd rope for some reason, even though I didn't even like nerds that much. But when they were attached to a really long like rope of whatever that was, it was suddenly incredible. <laughs> so I don't know what to say, but I do vividly remember that. Fruit by the foot, again, that's still a thing, but I did love fruit by the foot. I also love fruit roll-ups, putting, like, the tattoos on your tongue. Um, Dunkaroos was not on the list, which is kind of shocking, maybe because it was about candy. But, like, we need to talk about Dunkaroos for a second. 
I'm going to look up Dunkaroos real fast just so that I can have the image that I'm staring at as I talk about them. So basically Dunkaroos were a Betty Crocker snack and they were launched in 1990. So they're a true 90s baby. Basically, it was a snack size package that consisted cookies, consisted of cookies and frosting. There were multiple flavors, if I remember correctly. I did enjoy the chocolate because like I've said, I'm a chocolate girly, but I also loved the one that had vanilla and um, like sprinkles in there. There was like a vanilla sprinkles one. Were those the only two? Uh, I'm going to look this up for you guys. Dunkaroos flavors. They make a Dunkaroos cereal? Probably not. Aren't Dunkaroos like discontinued now? Sadly. Let's see. When were Dunkaroos discontinued? Canada still sold Dunkaroos until 2017. But the product was discontinued in the US in 2012. They did last for a good long time. Um, Apparently it says... The General Mills chief brand officer of North America, when they were asked why they discontinued them, like at separate times, they he said, we run our businesses kind of by geography in the U.S. Our focus back in 2012 in snacking was trying to build something that was more nutritious. Okay. <laughs> but why were you even discontinued at all is my issue. Okay, so... It says the icings, it does say the icings came in multiple flavors. You could get chocolate chip, cinnamon, peanut butter, rainbow sprinkles. I think just plain chocolate as well. It doesn't have that listed, but maybe the chocolate chip is just plain chocolate with chocolate chips in there. Anyways, it says Australia also had strawberry and hazelnut icings, which is exciting. Um, it says that we're happy to report that Dunkaroos are back in 2020. Dunkaroos finally made a comeback with the triumphant return of the most requested flavor, vanilla cookies and vanilla frosting with rainbow sprinkles. In 2021, the chocolate frosting and vanilla cookie pairing came out. They came out with the Dunkaroos cereal. Um, they released Dunkaroos Gogurt. So basically it was Dunkaroos with yogurt instead of icing, which seems gross to put to dip cookies and yogurt but anyway then there was Dunkaroos sugar cookie mix so it says it's still it's available to even now at Walmart but this could have been written a few years ago maybe now in 2023 they've been discontinued (gasps) they haven't been they're here by they're here they're online oh my gosh they're at my store it says available pick up today at the super center near me and it has my zip code so because i'm on my walmart account um because i literally refuse to go inside the store and will only do pickups so i have my account that i can add that to and i'm pretty sure the next time i'm literally adding them to my cart right now so that the next time i go and do pickup order i can definitely get them so basically they have the vanilla cookies with rainbow chip frosting and they have chocolate cookies with double chocolate frosting i would actually prefer a vanilla with chocolate however do they have that one right now the yogurt they have the yogurt as well i don't want to try that that sounds gross they do have the vanilla frosting just separately um 
I don't think they have the one that I want, but that's fine. At least they have a Dunkaroos. I feel like I knew this information. I also am interested to try the Dunkaroos cereal, but like not interested enough to buy it. And because I would want like a small, 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 small amount, not even a bowl of it. Because I feel like it's probably going to taste just a lot like cookie crisp, you know, which is fine. I'm not anti cookie crisp. It's just, you know, it's it is what it is. (laughs) Okay, I know that there are more that I'm missing that I'm forgetting that are similar to Dunkaroos that aren't candy. So let me see popular snacks from the 90s. I feel like that might bring up. Okay, Dunkaroos, Pixie Sticks. I, okay, I told my friend recently, this is the same friend that I blocked over Star Crunches. I texted my friend today and was like, I had, like, like I was paranoid as a teenager that somebody was going to replace my Pixie Stick with cocaine and stick it into my bag. And then, uh, like, the police would show up and arrest me for for drug possession when somebody just planted it on me. And she said, I think we all had a fear like that. And that was so validating. I was like, I'm not crazy. We all feared that. (laughs) So I was happy about that. Um, I kind of want to talk about drinks more. Capri Suns were iconic. Um, They still are. Squeeze-its. I did love Squeeze-its. I forgot about that. Lunchables. Still iconic to this day. But I feel like they really... They really were at their peak in the 90s. You could have the pizzas. Like, it's just, I just feel like so many people had them at school. I remember going to school and whoever had a Lunchable, immediately they were the coolest. What else? Cookie Crisp is on the list. Warheads, my mortal enemy. Um, The fruit barrels that had like a drink, basically colored sugar water inside a barrel. I loved those. Mostly because it was cool to drink out of a barrel. I don't think the taste was good. But I remember thinking it was cool that I could drink out of a barrel. <laughs> um, okay, let's see. What else is on here? Trick cereal when it had fun shapes. I agree. Didn't they recently bring it back? Because they changed it. They were all shaped fun. But then they changed it and they were all just balls. And then they were like all just flowers or something. But I missed when there were like more fun shapes to them. Oreo O's. I did actually like Oreo O's, but I could only have them in moderation, even as a child. Sorry for the dead air. I'm just scrolling through this to see if there's anything fun we haven't talked about yet. Dunkaroos is on the list. Iconic. Dinosaur eggs oatmeal. Can I just say that was the grossest thing I've ever had in my life? I did not like that even as a child. I I did have standards even then. Um, I didn't mind oatmeal. I didn't like oatmeal as a kid. I have found the way that I enjoy oatmeal now as an adult, but I wasn't a huge oatmeal kid. And so then you're adding like these weird, like candies almost inside oatmeal. It just felt like a juxtaposition that shouldn't happen. So I was not a fan of that. If you guys don't know what that is, Google dinosaur egg instant oatmeal and you'll probably be horrified I mean the eggs like transformed that was cool the eggs like transformed into tiny candy dinosaurs so that was fun you can still buy them to this day but 
I, but they were gross. It was, it was pretty gross. <laughs> um, okay. French toast crunch. Oh my gosh. French toast crunch. Incredible. Incredible. I loved French toast crunch. Um, that was like peak cereal to me. Similar to waffle crisp. It was like you wake up in the morning and you could tell somebody opened up a box of them because it was just like was like syrup wafting through the air. You know what I mean? Like artificial sweetener. You just were like somebody opened that box of cereal. You could smell it even from your room. It was it was just delightful, quite frankly. Uh, let's see if there's anything else. The Laffy Taffy Sparkle Cherry. I don't even know how to begin to describe that, but I do remember eating that. Um, anything coming out of the easy bake oven. That's true. I only tried to use an easy bake oven like once and it was a horrible disaster. And I was like, well, this is faulty. Surely it wasn't me messing up. It's the easy bake oven that (laughs) has some sort of issue. And so I never tried it ever again. Uh, it wasn't mine anyways. It was like my older sister's ring pops, which actually now that I'm thinking about it, she made stuff for me. So I don't know how in my mind I was able to logically convince myself that it was the Easy Bake Oven's mistake when I had tasted things that came out of the Easy Bake Oven that my sister made me. But I think that I just thought because she didn't really use it anymore. And so I was like, oh, my mom was like, oh, do you want this? Like, do you want to keep it? And I tried it and I was like, mm, I think it's broken now. I think it's too old. I don't think it works anymore, which could have been the case. I think it was probably user error, but at the time I refused to believe that. Okay. I think we're getting to the end of my hour. Um, SpaghettiOs. <laughs> I forgot about SpaghettiOs. Um, so I, I think that's, I think we've covered most of the iconic ones. I know for a fact that I'm going to have forgotten some and someone's going to text me and be like, Sarah, I can't believe that you didn't mention this. I'm sorry. Okay. I can't do it all. Kool-Aid. Kool-Aid was iconic. Um, especially in the nineties and early two thousands is Kool-Aid still popular to this day. I don't, I don't know, to be honest, that's a good question to each ask ourselves today. Um, okay. So I'm done here. (laughs) I'm just rambling at this point. I'm going to go cook myself dinner and then get started on my Barbie Eve plans. I hope you all have a delightful time whenever you're listening to this day, week, weekend, evening, whatever. And this has been your weekly dose of serotonin. Bye.